would never ever break down. But here I am sweeping pieces off of the ground. You said you'd never ever play to crowds, but I've seen you hoping to play songs to them now. I've spent all night long Scared of tomorrow Broke my alarm Everything's almost lost Pick it up slow Before it's gone You to come on and gobble a Jimmy and die. Need to be given the remedy and why. Critics are really the enemy and ah. Can't stand the way they slam today's gifted. Effing incredible, get fanned away with grants to pay. This gem well ain't scripted. Deaf and impeccable. Ride around and put everything in a flow. I'm the nine, I'm look very mean when a foe. Scribe a line, but never been at a show. By the times it'll be better living in the stove. Cause they wrote nothing but lies. Quotes stuck in my eyes. Amateur writer dissing. He's a beginner and hopes for your demise. Folks, some of the spies never do try to listen. It's real, I'm mad. Clueless when you scribble on your pad. How you gonna criticize with a chisel on your ass, sizzle in your ass? You don't really get why I'm so pissed. Understand this. Understand this. I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Yes, I'm fragile. Wish I'd known. Tell me that my name is Biggest Venus, Jupiter and the Uranus Tell me that your anus got your head in it I can smell the articles and know your heinous Tell me that you love me, always thinking of me Unconditional, I'm hoping I'm your favorite Grab a fishing pole and throw me with a shark That's the feeling I get when you're concentrating on this pen On this pad, tell me you're willing to disown my craft Tell me the feeling of picking apart this track Stop. Putting my heart and my soul in these lines Telling me platinum and gold all the time Looking to bury a deep hole for mine Drop. This is more than you and this is more than you and your entire building slender and abusing what I call a real is coming from a student Tell myself to use a poem as a Uzi empty magazine I seen a magazine you see my trigger finger then I started shooting That was nicotine I'm about to smoke them all a journalist involved he should have known my music What's good, everybody? This is 
Chef Tyone, everybody's favorite chef, tall guy, lover, cutler, all that goodness. And I said, I'm doing my return to the podcast. I did the intro. Now here is actually the first episode. And right now I have a young lady here. I call her the Bronx Bombshell. Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. So, I think we was going to start off with a very sensitive, very powerful um, subject here that's very dear to my heart, depression. I have been fighting depression for many years. I've also tapped out to depression, but I've been fighting depression for many years to be born in 1984 and do the math, you can figure out my age. Yeah, there it is. So, um, depression is a very strong subject to me coming because, you know, we hide our depression through a lot of things, through alcoholism, through sleep, through stress eating, through anger, a lot of things, and we don't cope with it correctly could lead to suicidal thoughts and to suicide which through a lot of people that we know this is going to be probably a four-part thing a four-part thing talking about depression but with dealing with me how i deal with my depression i deal through it with for one work i overwork myself and i get burnt out um also, but before I started learning that I was suffering from depression, you know, I had like other hobbies. Like I was going to like, you know, doing, doing martial arts to like fight that demon and doing, you know, doing amateur MMA. I felt great, but after I get injured or something, like I get a concussion or I break my hand, it, uh, you know, it is set in and I'm sitting there and I'm sad. Something's bothering me, you know. You know, Miss, Miss Brian's bombshell. Speaking of depression, do you have anything to say? Um, I don't think I learned how to cope with it yet. I just kind of fade. The people that know me well can tell. Um, like my whole demeanor changes if I'm at home I just kind of wall myself off just stay in the bed I don't really want to talk um definitely not like I don't take phone calls I'll respond to text messages and I have a very bad habit of saying I'm alright I'm alright I'm good I'm okay how are you you good I, I deflect. I don't cope. And just wait for it to go away and hope that it goes away. Um, I think the thing that saves me is my kids. Because I kind of don't have a choice but to snap out of it. Because they need me. And if it wasn't for them and living as someone without their mother... Um, and if it wasn't for my faith, 
I probably would have been gone, honestly. It's unfortunate, but it's the truth. Now, that's now me speaking about how I find things to cope. Or is there anything, since we're friends, is there anything that I can do to help you cope with it? Um, Besides giving you delicious food, big hugs and kisses and everything. I like to vent when I'm ready to talk. But... I don't like people trying to give me solutions. Like, I don't want nobody to fix it for me. Just let me talk through it. I feel better once I talk through it. But, like, when somebody is like, well, maybe you can do this. And if you do that, you'll feel like it makes it worse and it makes me upset. If you just let me just talk it through and get it off my chest, that tends to help. So you could do that. Well, I know. That's what I do. Despite I have my own problems sometimes when you text me or call me, I listen. And I like to listen to make sure that you're straight because you listen to all my problems. I apologize when I unload on you, though. I don't like that. That's No, you don't have to apologize. No, but I do. You don't have to. It's not fair. Because, again... You just how you just explain to everybody by saying how you want to vent, how you want to talk. That's what my ear is for. It's for me to listen to you, vent for me to talk, you know, for you to talk, not for me to, for you to talk and let me know what's going on or whatever, you know? So, yeah. And again, like I said, the kids keep us together because their smiles and their reflections of us, when we look at them, they're reflections of us to keep us together. No, me and I do not have kids together. Our kids just happens to look like us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just just don't nobody get don't nobody get it mixed up. Her kids all look like her. Especially her youngest. Her baby twin looks just like her. My oldest looks just like me. Exactly like you. With her big peanut head. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Cheyenne. Daddy loves you. So, but uh, but yeah. But you know, like I said, it's a sensitive subject to a lot of people because. Also, when you do, like, go seek medical attention for your depression, they want to put you on prescription masks, I guess. What's, um, what's the stuff, like, the anti, what's, uh, what's the antidepressant? Like, is it, is Adderall the antidepressant? Uh, it's, it's something uh, that. It's, a, it's quite a few. Yeah, they want to put you on antidepressants or whatever, like. And my opinion, I never took any of them because I know stated that I vent through going to martial arts class. I vent through going to work. I vent through overworking myself. Um, I just recently started for over the past probably three, four years venting to people about what 
what bothers me, you know, because once upon a time, 10 years ago, if I suffered from depression, I was very reckless through drinking heavily, through lots of things like, I don't know, meeting the wrong woman. <laughs> um, you know, just, just, just being super reckless, like, you know, not taking proper care of myself, everything, you know, I would not cut my hair. I would not brush my teeth. I would just self-loathe. I would just have a masochistic personality because I was depressed, you know, and that came from a lot, a lot, a lot of this came from it started from childhood from not feeling like I'm not, was not being loved. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm going to get it to my parents one day. We're going to talk about them. I have a West African dad. Anybody who has a foreign parent, especially if you have a West African dad, it's rough. My dad took a lot of his anger out on me. Mr. Charlie, Mr. White Man, whoever will put him down. He'll bring it home and beat on, beat on us, beat on my mom, beat on us. You know, say shit like, I wish you were never born. I wish this. You know, that, that shit is hurtful, yo. You know, I like, and even to this day, despite my dad, even in his damn 80s right now, I still got my pops back, despite how he made me feel that I'm not, I'm not like, I was not a, I was not something he respects. Like, you know, my father is five foot five. I am six foot five and a half. And the way my dad used to talk to me, even to this day, he talks to me like I'm fucking five foot three. <laughs> but it's just, I take it, I take it with a grain of fucking salt, you know? It is what it is. That's just how he thinks. You can't change a person for their way of thinking or whatever, you know? And, um, you know, it hurts. It bothers me sometimes, you know, even, even having an American mother, you know, you know, sometimes she feel that what she see on TV, she, her perfect child is, I don't know. She got mad at me because I wanted to, anyone singing the gospel choir. Excuse me. You are not Kirk Franklin, mom. <laughs> but it's just like, I can't sing. You got the good voice. You and my sister got the good voice. I can't sing. Evidently, I got my dad's, uh, you know, monotone voice but yeah it's just things I went through with my parents that made me depressed and I've I've talked to them about it and they just never let me know you know like I said Miss Bombshell here how she was saying you know her mom you know went to the essence of life while she was at an early age or whatever and you know that's like one of the reasons that kind of one of your depressions and other things 
we're not gonna put your business out here like that until you're ready to talk about it when you're ready to vamp. But things are here with you as well that how you state, you know, that kind of caused your depression. Well, I know this. If y'all to see this young lady, this reason I call her the bronze bombshell. She has the prettiest facial structure, the prettiest skin. She has freckles. The gorgeous freckles that whatever. You know, how tall are you, love? Five three. She's five foot three of just sexiness. You know. She's shaking her head by saying she's not. This young lady is very gorgeous. I will put her name out there, but you know, I want y'all to get to Googling her and want to like take her away from me. But no, but yeah, like I said, it's just we've been cool. The best part of my 2019 was meeting her because she has met. She had, I haven't yet to meet her kids face to face. I have like video chat with them. She has met my she has met my oldest daughter. And she, you love my cooking. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite? What's your favorite thing? Uh, asparagus can't count because it's asparagus. Very <laughs> <laughs> well, asparagus. Um, probably that um Caribbean chicken you made. Oh, you talking about the the the, the one who put the Carolina Reaper in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was really good. I love spicy though. And I love chicken. So it was great. Yeah. And there it is. No. So. Did my food. So. If you was to have a bad day and you call me for that Caribbean chicken, would that make you happy? Probably. I do my fat girl dance. And again, this is going to be one of my favorite things. Food is a universal thing to happiness. And music. And music, yes. Long as it's not Beyonce. Don't, okay. Like, I'm not a stan. Don't get me wrong. I'm a music fan. I'm not a, oh my God, Beyonce. Uh. I would like to go to one performance, though, just to say I did it. And I'm not a stan or anything. But, like, I don't understand why people just, like, hate her. I don't get it. What'd she do? What'd she do? What did she do to me? Yeah. No, that's hard to say. I forgot why I do not like Beyonce. <laughs> I, okay, I give you that. Because I cannot stand Kendrick Lamar. What? I hate this dude. Like, I know him. Like, like he did something to me personally. I can't stand him. Are you trying to tell me, you know, I'm geeked and I'm fired up? <laughs> no? I changed the station. <laughs> like, I, I don't like him as if he, I have a personal issue with him. So his music comes on, I change the station. I don't like this guy. Oh, wow. I like Kendrick. Wow. So sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, I have not liked Beyonce since 2007. I think when, you know what? It probably came from a bad breakup. <laughs> oh, it'd be tuned for my um, relationship and work episode. Ha ha, that's why I like Beyonce. It's a bad breakup that I had and that's when Ring of the Alarm came out. Uh huh. That was a good breakup song. Well, Ring of the Alarm? Yeah. 
Every time, oh my goodness. Did you ever see the video? I have, fuck that video. <laughs> I hate that fucking video. That, <laughs> real alarm and to the left is one of the fucking reasons why I fucking dislike Beyonce. And I would, I would like to say the girl name that made me uh, dislike Beyonce, but I'm not going to give her no publicity with her gap mouth ass. That's why she live in Atlanta right now. Suck your teeth for Because every time you try to hold somebody, you say something that I have a characteristic of. So you're not going to talk no, about No, 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 no. No. Here's the thing. Her mouth look like Mr. Dink from Doug. Your mouth look like Mr. Dink from Doug. Remember the cartoon Doug, I Mr. Do. Dink? You know who I remember from Doug? Who? Doug. Doug. <laughs> How about Roger Klotz? Was that the bully? That was the bully. That's that looks like uh oh what's the dude from Black Ink? Caesar from Black Ink. That's how his sister looks. Hmm. But I ain't gonna lie though. Don't get me wrong. No, okay, hold on. Now see no. Now Caesar's sister, despite she's gay. That girl got some yams on her. Caesar's sister. Yeah, remember she worked at the at the shop with them. Light skinned chick. I swear she looked she looked at Roger Klotz because she shaved like the side of her head and shit. But that girl, she got an ass like Donna though. Shout out, shout out to Caesar's sister with the big ass. Shout out to Donna. Donna is bae. Donna, you like her? Bay is bae. Oh my, yeah. You know what? All ain't not a not a nan that an ugly girl on Black Ink Crew. I mean, Duchess is even cute with her chap ass lips. No lie. True. Duchess is even cute. She was. Yeah. I don't like her now. Um, her personality. What, what's the what, sucks. what's the other what's the other gay girl with with with, with the with the ooh, with the Whoopi Goldberg girl? She was kind of gay too. She ooh, no, she was gay gay. The she, one that when they first started. Yeah, yeah. Um, she. She hung out with uh, she hung out with Puma. Yeah, 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 yeah. I follow her on Instagram. I can't think of her name right now. Damn. Yeah, yeah. She got the Whoopi Goldberg gums and shit. She got the cute smile. It, like she, hey, she got a gap in her mouth too, and that shit pretty. Anyways, I want to get a the bitch that uh, I want to talk. I want. I'm gonna talk about her. Yeah, she sassy. Sassy, yeah. Who baby that? That's her hair. Oh my gosh. That's um Puma's son. Okay. Is that, is that her hair? Mm-hmm. She is so gorgeous with that salt and pepper hair. Damn. Okay, sassy. Okay, sassy. Damn. Damn, wish you wish you like cock meat sandwich. You will get it. That is very cute on her. It's not her like that's like her hairstyle. Uh because is her hair like is that like she did she really gray like that? I doubt it. I think that's just the hairstyle. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, that's that is nice. All right, sassy, go ahead. Okay, so she like can pull off pretty much any color. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead, sassy. Shout out to sassy. A period sassy period nation on Instagram. Holler at her. Who was that? Yeah. Cause that ain't Donna. 
Where'd she get it's that? A, is that Donna? Yeah, where'd she get that from? Donna got that pinky booty, though. Donna got... No, Donna ain't got, like... Now pinky? No, not now pinky. Because, you know, pinky got ass injection, so whatever the fuck she got. Pinky blew the fuck up is what happened. Yo, yeah, pinky did plump up. They, they got the audacity accidents for, like... This is the rumor. Don't quote me on it. She, she's talking about some $500 to smash her. Well, ain't she retired? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't masturbate to Pinky's porn no more. You know who is retired? Who? Jada Fire? Yeah. Yeah, she married, she married to like some dude from she Dubai. Yeah, like, rumor has she's married to some guy from Dubai. How do we venture off into porn stars? Talk that ass, baby. Them yams, like you got. Nope, not I. You got some yams. I have no ass. When you throwing it back on a nigga? Rumor has it, yo. I seen her hit that arch on a nigga one time. The girl got booty. She, she's being very humble right now. Miss Brian's bombshell. Got some booty on her. And she twerks with it very well. That's the rumor. Call the rumor report with DJ Envy. Oh, that is her. That's Cherokee. Oh, wow. She was my favorite. Cherokee's Aquarius. She was my favorite back in 62 when I started watching porn. And I wanted to have her ass so bad. Cherokee's Aquarius. Well, there you go. Aquarius and Cancer. I love them. Yeah, I think Cherokee birthday is like February fourth or something. Mm. Oh no, I think she's turning. It's the sun. Like I like girls. I just appreciate beauty. I like girls. I like big. You like penis, baby? Mm-hmm. She likes penis. I like the JJ. But that's what I was saying. This is gonna this is gonna be a, a probably about five part episode. But here's the thing. While we talk about depression, you saw how happy we just got just conversing, not conversating, as most people say, conversing over wonderful things like how I said we just got talking about pop culture stuff and we forgot that we were talking about how to cure depression because guess what we just boom see right there we talking about start talking about pop culture we talking about Black Ink Crew like Sky I love her you love you I love, love Sky you like Sky she would be my friend in real life if I met her like if I knew her, that's somebody that would be my friend, honestly. I can believe that. I love her. Plus, you know, we can spike bitches together. I know, yeah, you you yeah, you you a scrappy motherfucker. Like you you be ready. You know what? I'm about to put you I'm about to put you on blast. So listen. <laughs> it wasn't me. So this young lady here despite We both have the same sister. Sis, who does not raise her voice. Sis, who I happen to be a day older than. 
so sis decided, you know, well, she didn't decide it. She had to raise her voice to uh, to a gentleman that she happens to have a kid with. A guy, not a gentleman. A dickhead. She has a kid with. So I'm just in the house, you know, cleaning up because, hey, shit. The kids about to go to bed, adults, we about to turn up, laugh, and talk shit. I just heard my sister's voice up. I step outside. This young lady here, earrings off, jacket off, boom. I said, so what happened? What happened? She's ready to scrap with this dickhead. But soon as I come outside, what does this young lady do? She comes and grabs me and hugs me like, baby, it's okay. I'm like, no, I just need to know what happened. Now, my sister knows me because my sister knows a boy will fight. But I just asked, what happened? This one right here, if I wouldn't have came outside, she would have took the fight to him. Am I right or wrong? I don't even know how I got on that side of the car. Oh, uh, yeah, you to take your earrings and your jacket off. But I was, I was on the other side of the car. And then I was in front of her with no jacket. People, like, <laughs> people, do y'all hear this? Don't play with me about her. Period. People, y'all hear I don't this? Care who it is? Y'all hear this? I don't play when it comes to my family, and I definitely don't play about her. Yeah. She wouldn't have had to do nothing. She wasn't going to do anything. Y'all hear this? She wouldn't have to, and she never would. Y'all hear this? Little gangster over here. I jumped in front of a Mack truck for her. Yeah, little, little gangster over here. And the damn Mack truck a break, right? Period. <laughs> Y'all hear this? This is like Luke Cage's sister over here. <laughs> but I don't want to bore you guys. I just want you to just like, I might just be dropping episode after episode after episode. I want everybody just to keep hitting me up. If you ever, if you have any questions for me, you're more than welcome to hit me up at T-Y-A-L-T-O-N-C-H-E-F at gmail.com. Ty Elton Chef at gmail.com. That's T-Y-A-L-T-O-N-C-H-E-F at gmail.com. Tell a friend, tell a foe, tell whoever. Like I said, we about to we about to make it to where I got a story to tell. And as Mr. Anthony Moy Tongue said, you get a dollar for every story. Get a every get a dollar for every story that you tell. And let's see how rich you get. And trust me, I'm looking to tell the story of when I met Dennis Rodman, my first time meeting Vince McMahon, Mr. David Otunga. Um, I got stories. And we're going to talk again. Miss Brass Bombshell, you want to do another appearance on here? Sure. All right. Matter of fact, we need to, we need to talk about some of... You got some stories, too. So, me and this young lady, we are about to have a drink and look inside this full moon on this Saturday night, Sunday morning in Detroit, Michigan. Take it easy. Holla at your boy. Bye. Take care.